needgrace.com. It is interesting to me how many things go all the way back to Genesis in the Bible to explain what we are going to learn when we get into the New Testament and we discover who Christ is and what he has done. We continually find that Paul and others will refer back to Genesis, to the explanation of what happened with Abraham over and over and over. I would encourage you to read Genesis and don't just read it once or don't 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 start out to just study Genesis. Read it. Just read it. If you need to pass over the uh, parts where we used to call in the King James Version, the begats, the one where it's saying this man had a son and he named him such and such and he lived so many years. Well, just kind of lightly scan through there and get past them if you just can't, absolutely can't read that and get on and read the story of Genesis. It's 50 chapters, but there's such tremendous information in there that gets all the way from uh, the Garden of Eden and Adam and Eve all the way to Joseph and his family being in Egypt. And that's the whole position we find ourselves in uh, of the idea of Moses coming to tell Pharaoh to let the people go because they were in Egypt. Well, in Genesis chapter 12, we kind of get our first, uh, well, it's actually in, in chapter 11, but at the beginning of 12 is where we really have where God reveals himself to Abraham or to Abram, he was called at the time, and he has actually already revealed himself at the end of chapter 11, but chapter 12 has the Lord speaking to Abram, saying, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you, and I'll make you a great nation, and I'll bless you and make your name great, and so you shall be a blessing. I'll bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse, and in you all families, listen to that, and in you all families of the earth shall be blessed. And Abraham went and was allowing God to lead him from where he was. And that's chapter 12. But when you skip on over to uh, chapter 15, uh, it's kind of important to pick it up there for the things that we talk about. We hear we have the uh, a similar kind of saying from God to, uh, to Abram again. It says in chapter 15, verse 1, After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not fear, Abram, I am a shield to you. Your reward shall be very great. There's plenty of ways that this is translated in other versions. Um, So it's fun to look at it if you take the time to look at it. And Abram, in verse 2, And Abram said, O Lord God, what will you give me, since I am childless, and the heir of my house is Eleazar of uh, Damascus? In other words, if you're going to give me something, you know, give me a posterity, give me an heir uh, to my bloodline, uh, an heir, uh, a son that will continue my name. 
and he says uh, in verse 3, it explains what he's thinking right there. He says, And Abram said, Since you have given no offspring to me, let one born in my house be my heir. Well, then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This man, this one that you're talking about, will not be your heir, but one who shall come forth from your own body, he shall be your heir. He shall be the one that comes uh, as your offspring, one that comes from your own body. Now, we've already learned in the in the previous chapters that Abram was old, his wife was old, and she had never had any children. They were beyond... <laughs> They were beyond the age of having children. And so this is a, a very significant thing and hard to be believed. Where God says, one shall come, how does he say, this man will not be your heir, but one who shall come forth from your own body will be your heir. And God said, and he, in chapter, I mean, in verse 5, chapter 15, it says, God took him outside and said, now look toward the heavens and count the stars if you're able to count them. And he said to him, so shall your descendants be. Now, the correct word there is really, so shall your seed be. There's, there's one that will come from you that this is how your descendants will be, like the stars of the heaven. Your seed will produce this. Verse 6 says, then he believed in the Lord, and he, God, reckoned it to him as righteousness. This becomes a huge passage of Scripture, definitely takes in everything in front of it and, and what comes after that. But here now, nothing has been done but believing. He is just just given the expression of believing in God, of agreeing with God. And it says that God reckoned it to him as righteousness. We will build on this as we continue talking about not only Abraham, but all of us in our position of faith, our position of learning to trust in the finished work of what Jesus has done and the plan that has been going on since the creation, since before the creation and the foundation of the world. And we'll continue in our next podcast.